Hello, everyone. This is Sports Talk with Tonsoni. I'm your host. Uh, I'm your host, Brian Tonsoni, Sports Talk with Tonsoni. I am with some fellow Delphi graduates from the Bracketology Club, Daniel Jakes and Jesse Scouten. Uh, how are you fellas doing this evening? Great. Great. Good. These are uh, these are my guys. We like to talk sports. And now that they're uh, graduating off uh, in the real world, uh, we're just trying to do this on a weekly basis or biweekly basis and and talk a little bit of sports. If, if you guys have any questions, if, if people start joining us live, uh, we can accept your questions. If you would like uh, to get a hold of us at email, it's at Tonsoni1 or on Twitter at Tonsoni1 and give us some ideas and we'll try to share with you our thoughts. So tonight we're going to talk about the NCAA targeting rule uh, that it has good intentions to promote player safety, especially when it comes to concussions. And I think all three of us are on board that we would like to see football be safe. But the application of the targeting rule, let's start with you, Jesse. What are your thoughts about the targeting rule as it is applied right now in NCAA football? Well, I think we all agree it's to protect a player. Um, I feel like the referees, it's sort of new, so they are having trouble determining if it should be called or not. Um, but I think right now everyone's thinking it's a joke and it's not being really called properly at all. Um, for example, this last weekend during the Clemson and Louisville game, uh, I believe it was their star safety. I think it was Tanner Moose. He was ejected for that hit on uh, Lamar Jackson. I, I think we can all agree that was a little silly call. Daniel, your thoughts on, on targeting in the, in college football? I think it's uh, I think it's a great rule, but they just need to get better at like defining what is an illegal hit. I think that's where the officials get caught up is that they're trying to implement the safety for the players, but they're getting so caught up in trying to decide how it should be called that it's not being called correct every single time. I, I think the word for me is intent, and I think that's kind of hard to see with your eyes what the defender intended, and maybe there can be some committee to look at a lot of these plays, but I'm seeing a lot of defensive linemen get targeting rules on what looks like just normal sacks where they, they kind of hit in the chest area and their top of their helmet might hit their chin or, or I don't think they're aiming for the head and I don't think they're really launching at the quarterback and then they're gone for a half and a uh, three quarters of a game if it's in the first half. Um, what do you think about should they continue to review that? I do like the fact that it goes for review, but I see, I'm seeing a lot of reviews upholding the, the targeting rules. Do you think this should, uh, Jesse, continue to be reviewed by the, the people up in the booth? Or, or what would you suggest uh, changes to the targeting rule? Uh, I think it should still be reviewed. Um, however, it's looking like it's still not being called correctly. And, and and Daniel, what would you do? I think it still should be reviewed, but just have a special committee for it. They have they should have individuals that are set up for these kind of heads, these kind of plays. Um, that way, it's not the same people that are trying to decide on if the ball was still in bounds or not. I think if you know, they were to have a specific set of people, then I think it would be a much more consistent calling. You know, like uh, football sends to disciplinary. You know, have, have a NCA guy or committee um, review each week and maybe 
allow the player to suit up in the first half if it happens in the in the second half and to review some of these things again it's it's about safety but it can really change a game you, you get one or two targeting and your and your defense is uh, without some players and, and if they're questionable calls that 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 hurts that team if it, if it is clear-cut dirty play then I think it, it, it needs to be called uh, I've just seen I've just seen too many questionable uh, calls so Okay, moving on to our next topic. Uh, what coaches do we like? Uh, let's start with what we don't like. Are there any coaches that really rub you the wrong way currently in college football? Daniel, give us give us one right now. We'll come back for your others. Tim Harbaugh. <laughs> How did I know him. that was coming? <laughs> well, why is Harbaugh a guy you don't like besides just the rivalry? I don't like him. Just, <laughs> I just don't like him. And, and, and that's the word spoken by Daniel Jakes. Jesse, let's go to your your coach that you don't like. Oh, I can name a handful. Um, I'd probably go uh, Kevin Sumlin, actually. Um, Why is that? I mean, I, I think he's overrated. Uh, he was carried by Johnny Manziel for one good season, and he's, like, so above the hot seat. I don't know if it can get any hotter. And just uh, top it all off, the how they choked the – Awful, awful to UCLA. Mine right now is Bobby Petrino at Louisville. I, I just don't have a whole lot of respect for for Bobby Petrino, and I'm starting to go towards James Franklin. I like coaches who handle themselves with a little bit of class, although you got to be tough to be a football coach and you got to be a little confident. Daniel, other coaches that we don't like currently in college football? Um, Harbaugh Jim. That's another one. Um, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Mark Antonio, I don't like him either. <laughs> All right, we got we got to know why. <laughs> Man, there's so many reasons. He coaches for Michigan State. Um, yikes! I think I think that should be a reason itself. I mean, <laughs> just, just teams you don't like are coached by these guys, and so exactly. you don't like them, right? Jesse, add some coaches we don't like. Uh, I don't like Brian Kelly at all. Um, I think he's overrated as well. He's 11 and 14 versus the top 25 during his tenure at Notre Dame. You know, that's interesting because Brian Kelly's starting to bother me because of his post-game uh, throw-everyone-under-the-bus comments. Yeah. I think if you're leading a football team, you've got to take it. Uh, when you lose, you got to take it. And I just, I'm just starting to wonder if he, he can really run a program at that high level with that scrutiny. Uh, that's tough. Um, it's really tough at Notre Dame. And I think it takes a special person. And I'm just really starting to wonder. I think that's a good one. Um, you know, yeah, I went through a list. I found a list of all the coaches on, on D1. And there are more coaches that I don't like than I do like. So um, that's your rivalry coaches are obviously going to be on the list of the teams that you, you don't like. Uh, Petrino, then Brian Kelly, you said there, that's a, that's a good one. Uh, I respect the heck out of Nick Saban. I think he's a fantastic coach, but like Belichick, so you win too much. You're on my list of coaches that I don't like. Any more, fellas? None that I have. Jim Harbaugh again, <clears throat> <laughs> and the whole the whole coaching staff at Michigan. Yes, uh, for those of, for those of you who don't know, Daniel is a huge Ohio State fan. So uh, that that's simple. Let's go to coaches we like. What college football coaches? 
that we like. I, I know I know Daniel's probably going to say Urban Meyer, so we're going to start with Jesse. Not even on my list. Not even on your list. Very good. But let's start with Jesse anyway. Coaches we like. I'm going to surprise the heck out of you, T. Um, I'm going to go with Jeff Brom. Uh, I hate Purdue, but, man, they were they were a dumpster last year. And he's brought some type of energy that sort of scares me as an IU fan. You know, I think you're right. And, and they're going to run up against Michigan, and that will tell us a lot about the direction of the Purdue. But the thing that Purdue fans have to do is don't get caught up in wins and losses. Uh, he very well could take him to a winning season. He's off to that kind of vibe as a coach. But he also uh, – he could still be a very good coach, and they win three or four games. And, you know, when they run up against some of these uh, – they're, they're behind a little bit on the talent. But I, I agree with you. I, it scares me as an IU fan to, to see that kind of coaching. Uh, Hazel was kind of fun to have around from, from our standpoint. Um, Daniel, coach you like. Oh, I, I love Jesse's <clears throat> uh, Jeff Brom. Uh, he's bringing a mentality back to West Lafayette that I haven't seen in a while for Purdue football. And uh, just knowing some of the guys up there, uh, Vince or not Vincent, uh, Jackson Anthrop, um, he's getting the most out of that kid. And for him to have four touchdowns, he's not the biggest, he's not the fastest, but man, he's getting the best out of what he's got. And I respect the heck out of him. I, I'm going to start out with Northern Illinois, Rod Carey. Rod Action. Carey was a, was a, yeah, Mac coach. There you go. Uh, he was a center for Indiana in the early 90s, played with my brother-in-law, Ross Hales, person, uh, has had some success with Northern Illinois. Uh, I think they had a losing record last year, and so I know that the, the pressure in all programs happened, but what a huge win this week at Nebraska, two defensive pick six touchdowns, uh, and then to hold on and score another uh, touchdown to win 21-17, I believe, at Nebraska. Uh, that's a coach that, that I really like and I, and I root for. Let's hear some other names of coaches that we like. Uh, I'll take one. All right, go okay. ahead. Oh, my God. Um, I go Dabo Sweeney. He's he's fun to watch on the sidelines. Just that in itself makes him one of my favorites. I love seeing coaches with emotion. I, I You stole my second coach. Uh, watching him and what he's built, it's hard to crack into that upper echelon of Ohio State and – Alabama and Florida State to get into that playoff thing. And he's gotten in there and won a championship, and he's it looks like he's going to be able to go right back after losing a, a talented quarterback in Watson. And just the way he carries himself, I think there's a lot of juice in the program, and I have a lot of respect for, for uh, Dabo, and, and that's a guy that I, I kind of root for. I have to go back to my list now and see uh, who, who else I like, but – uh, Daniel, can you add some coaches that we like in college football? I love David Shaw from Stanford. Um, he's just a classy guy. He runs his program great. Um, he doesn't. He never. You never really hear anything bad coming out of Stanford, and that's just the kind ki- the kind of program that he runs. Um, he's just a top top guy. He expects the be- he expects the best out of his uh, program and his players, and I just respect him for that. Do, do you guys find we're all Big Ten fans here that it's kind of hard to find coaches in the conference because you, you want to beat these teams in the conference uh, to, to put them on a list of good coaches? But if I were to pick a conference coach that I, I, I respect, it would be Pat Fitzgerald of Northwestern uh, since you stole my Dabo Sweeney. Uh, I, I think the, the academic requirements are tougher there at Northwestern. 
He's a graduate of Northwestern. He stayed there. Uh, a lot of respect for having them always in a bowl game and, and fighting every once in a while for a division lead. What do you guys think about in-conference coaches uh, since we're fans? Oh, well, you said you didn't like him. I, I respect James Franklin for what he's done with uh, Penn State's name, um, getting them back onto the national uh, spectrum again. Um, after what after all that happened at Penn State, it was kind of just a uh, bad job to take, and he uh, raised up and took it, and I just respect him for that. And I have to give kudos for that, too. I Some of his comments about Pittsburgh after that win just started – set me a little bit backwards. And now, Jesse, what do you think about Big Ten coaches? Uh, is it harder to like them because our team, we want our team to to beat those teams? Yeah, it is. But as a whole, I'd like to see them win a national championship. And that's why I like Urban Meyer. Um, I think he's like some ridiculous. I think it's 15-4 and four versus the top 25. I'm not quite mm-hmm. type sure about that. But, man, it's hard to go against him. You know, I do have a lot of respect for Urban. I'm, uh, I have a lot of respect for Jim Harbaugh. I don't like him probably because they win it, win an awful lot. Uh, they, we have some up-and-coming coaches in the Big Ten at Maryland and Rutgers that we'll have to see what kind of things. Minnesota, P.J. Fleck, there's one that I really kind of want to keep my eyes on from what he did at Western Michigan and just that positive vibe of getting teams to buy in. It'll be interesting to see if he can bring Minnesota – above that six, seven, eight win mark uh, in the in the Western side of our conference. So those are some coaches that we struggle with. Those are some coaches that we like. Uh, it's interesting when you start going through that to, to see the character and the quality of coaches that you would, you would select, and we had some disagreement here on the panel. Our next uh, topic tonight is what stadiums or teams, or you might even throw a rivalry game if you want to, but what, t- what stadiums would you like to go to that – we, the three of us, have not been to yet. Uh, I've been to a lot of the Big Ten stadiums following IU football. Focus on outside the Big Ten. But, uh, Jesse, let's start with you. Give us one stadium that if you could go to a game, you would uh, you know, make plans to go to. Um, none of you guys have been to the Ben Hall, right? Florida. Nope. nope. Um, I'd love to go there. You have 90,000 people screaming at the top of their lungs. I think they have a ridiculous home record. They're, they always seem to win there, and an uh, SEC game there would be pretty awesome to go see. I have been outside of it and and peeked in, but I've never been for a game uh, to the to Florida Statement. Uh, okay, uh, Daniel? Uh, mine would have to be the Coliseum. Uh, getting out west and seeing that, oh, my goodness. I could only imagine the atmosphere. That was on my list, uh, the Coliseum for – for a lot of reasons, a lot of great events have been held there. And, and just Southern Cal itself, the tradition uh, would be fantastic to see that. I, I agree with that uh, choice. There, there's a, the SEC would, there's a lot of stadiums in the SEC that I would like to see just because it's great, great football. Uh, I would say Alabama. Uh, I'd like to go see a game at Alabama. I think it would be a great, uh, you know, you could go Ole Miss. Uh, with tailgating in the Grove uh, would, would be good. Jesse, something, uh, another stadium on your list. Um, I'd probably say Death Valley. Um, I've heard it's gets pretty loud down there. Which one? Which one? LSU. How about both of them? 
How about Clemson and South LSU? Carolina. South Carolina. South Carolina is a crazy place to watch a game as well. Mm-hmm. But I've been to Clemson Stadium again, just peeked in, but didn't, haven't seen a game there. At LSU would be crazy. Yeah. Crazy fun. Um, Daniel, another stadium. Well, the Clemson one was on my list, um, but I think uh, Florida State. I think going to a Florida State game, oh, my goodness. They, they have one of the best atmospheres. The Seminole Chop, oh, my. I could only imagine the atmosphere there. And that pregame horse riding and throwing the spear down. Here's a strange one. Autzen Stadium, Oregon. It holds about 55,000, but it's really loud. Uh, I'd like to go see a game at Oregon in the Pac-12. Other stadiums. I'd like to see an Army-Navy game, wherever they hold it, whether it's Baltimore or Philadelphia. I'd like to see an Army-Navy game. I'd love to go to the shoe to see a uh, Ohio State-Michigan game. That that place would be electric. Hey, have you ever been up to Ann Arbor? No. For a game? <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's pretty cool, too. Mm, um, Notre Dame, have you guys been to Notre Dame? Mm-mm. Uh, we, got, we, we ought to make it, uh, plan a road trip to go. It's a that, that's an awesome stadium. I've been to Tennessee Stadium, Neyland Stadium for a game right on the river. I I thought Washington would be a good stadium simply because of its proximity to tailgate boats and some of the things that we did in bracketology last year. We found a few of those stadiums, but I think would you guys agree? It's the atmosphere, it's the pregame, it's the tailgate, it's the crowd, it's the bands. Uh, some of these there, there's a lot of places where you can go and see some excellent excellent college football. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, last comment for uh, Tonsoni Talk this week, and we'll be back with you in a couple of weeks. Which top team of the top six, seven, eight would you not want to see make the playoff and why? We'll start with you, Jesse. Alabama. <laughs> why? Uh, when you win so much, I think they're 50 and 16. I mean, come on, how much can you win? It gets annoying after a while. I, that was my number one pick, Daniel. Yeah, that was mine. <laughs> Alabama, when, when you're in the playoffs several years in a row, I don't think they. I, don't I like think they missed little, the playoff. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I would like to see a little variety. Okay, so so since we're all in agreement there, what team, what ne- what team would we like to see not make it? That would be second behind Alabama, Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boy, his fandom just really shines in all those <laughs> questions. It's awesome. Okay, so we have a vote for Oklahoma since they beat Ohio State. Yep. Um, Jesse, another team that you would like to not see in that playoff. Uh, I'll stick with the Big Ten. I'll take Michigan. Why Why not Michigan? They haven't been in a playoff yet. I don't know. It's just something about Harbaugh, man. I agree. It my gears sometimes. I don't know. I'm, I'm an IU fan. I don't even get it. No, I, I, I get that, too, because Michigan – sorry, Daniel. Michigan was a team that I kind of watched after, you know, on the days when, when IU wasn't doing so well, and I kind of liked them. But there is something about Harbaugh that just kind of rubs you the wrong way to where any, any reason that I really like Michigan is starting to fade. Um, I've never liked Ohio State, but I do respect Urban. If I had to pick which of the two coaches I would root for, uh, it's probably Urban – 
but I can't bring myself to, to root for Ohio State over Michigan. It's, it's just that way. Sorry, Daniel. No, we'll um, just say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to say Penn State. I, I'm really down on, on Franklin, and, and I don't know that that's really grounded in anything that's correct, but I'm, I, I don't want to see them in the playoffs. And maybe that's because we already have enough teams in the Big Ten East that are tough. Uh, I, I don't want to see – you know, we're, we just talked Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State all from one side of the conference, and Michigan State was in the playoff once before. So that I don't want to see them. I kind of want to see them drop to the to the side. What about um, a traditional team that that probably won't make it this year? But that which team has been really good in the past that we would like to see get in there sometime in the next few years? I don't. I wouldn't say in the next few years, but I hope Oklahoma State makes it this year. I love mm-hmm. watching Mason Rudolph chuck that ball. It is They play such a fun offense, and their defense is stout. They may not have the best defense to win games, but their offense can compete with anybody. If Mason Rudolph is clicking with his wide receivers, they are a dangerous combo. That, that That's a good selection. Jesse, is there a team outside of the, the top teams that you would like to see get back in it? I don't know if they're outside, but they've lost already. I'd take Florida State. Um, seeing what happened in their stuff be Francois just makes you sad. Mm-hmm. He was such a talented, and I, I love their chant. I, it gives me goosebumps every time I listen to it, even though I'm not really a Florida State fan. You know, Jesse, I, I like that point there, too. You want to see teams have the best shot through 12 games, and when a, a key player like that goes down in game one, we, we probably won't see the true Florida State team and that team was poised to probably, even with the loss to Alabama, if they had their quarterback, and they'll still win their fair share of games. I just don't know that they'll make make the tournament. I, I'm looking at USC. I'd like to see USC back in it. Not a huge USC fan, but I am a, a fan of traditional programs. Uh, Daniel will not like this, but I would like to see in the next few years Texas make it back. Uh, Tennessee, I'd like to see Tennessee at some point with the old T. Martin and um, – Peyton Manning, when they were a prominent national championship program, I'd like to see that program. I'd like to see the U eventually maybe get back in it. Those are some powerhouse teams. I'm not sold on Notre Dame getting back in there. They they had their shot a few years ago, but I'd like to see some variety of teams rather than the same teams over and over. And unless you're an Ohio State fan, you want to see them in all the time. So, Fellas, I appreciate this uh, conversation. We will get back together in two weeks and have another edition of Sports Talk with Tonsoni Live. Uh, We appreciate anyone who listens live uh, while we're broadcasting or follows us on iTunes or Google Play on Sports Talk with Tonsoni. If you have suggestions of what you'd like to hear the three of us talk about, hit us up at at Tonsoni1 on Twitter, and we will try to respond and put together some conversations uh, that, that you may enjoy. But, fellas, thank you for your time. You know I cherish our time together uh, very much. and glad that we can continue to do this after you've graduated. So have a good couple of weeks. I'll be in touch. Thank you. Good night, everyone. We'll see you later.